0: hello tis me carly once again at the danville podcasting network so i have watched tv shows like the ones that i love over and over again to such an extent like i've studied and rewatched and analyzed these shows so much that i could talk about them for hours and hours but we don't have hours and hours so this week um i thought i would jump into one of my favorite shows community it's beautiful and perfect and amazing in every single way possible well most ways there's a few points there's a few parts that i'm not a fan of but most of the time i'm a huge fan of the show um but I thought I'd give, like, a general overview, especially just to get into, like, the vibe of the show. So then when the next, like, three episodes come out over it, like, you'll have an idea of what's happening, the cast, and everything. It won't be just, like, completely new to you. Um, so I'm just going to talk about some main points. I'm going to do an overview. There are six seasons, and it's joking around that there's going to be six seasons and a movie. So we're kind of waiting on that, and I'm really hoping the movie does come because I think it would be, like, full circle. I think it would really complete it. But, Yeah. Um, it's had many controversies, many scandals, it's a very, I want to say it's a very niche show, but it's not for everyone, but it's got a cult following for sure. Okay, so the startup community. So the show, the show starts off like as a seemingly normal sitcom, you know, Jeff Winger, he's like this like average looking white guy and he's like, yo, I'm in community college, I like this one girl, she's totally like hot, let me go get her number. And then she's like, um, well he's actually a little bit nervous, so he's like, hey, I have this study group, because they're in Spanish class together, and then he, but the study group, that's not a thing, he's like, I'm actually a world-renowned tutor, and she's like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, so then she invites this one guy from class, who then invites four other people, so now the study group is at six different people, wait, hang on, he invites five people, so the study group should be at seven, because at the table, there's three sides full of two purrs. So that's six. And then Jeff sits on his own. He always has. It's like... He's kind of joked around throughout the community or like theorized that that's supposed to be the seat for us. Like we're supposed to be part of the community. But basically Jeff is this really shallow guy. Especially in the beginning. Like you can really tell he's only doing this like to get like Britta, which is the girl that he really likes. Um, So he's just really shadow or shallow. And in most sitcoms, they this would be like the ending of the show. Like Jeff gains empathy. He like he realizes people are people but this is not the end of the show this actually happens like as early on as like season one episode seven when annie one of the girls on the table throws a day of the dead party for extra credit in class and he shows that he cares about these people at the end of it so it's already like differing from sitcoms and how they would normally be to show that yeah they have other like ideas they have other things that are going to be going on throughout the show um but yeah so the characters of the show I think are truly the thing that makes the show itself you know the characters are extremely different I mean actors from Chevy or Chevy Chase to Donald Glover like these characters are extremely different like if you know either of those people or if I guess if you know both of those people they're quite different but basically, I'm gonna go through the cast, and I'm gonna like give you like a little short snippet of like who they are, like what they're about. So Jeff's like a cocky failed lawyer. Um, he's arrogant all the time, and but people listen to him. You know, he's got this sense of authority. He can persuade people into literally whatever he wants, and it just really works out. Um, Britta, which is the girl that he liked, is an annoying evolved visco girl. I swear, but she has her reasons. I guess I. I say reasons so loosely. It's literally just she's insecure. And that's it. That's her only reason. But it's like, there's parts in the show where she's not annoying. So, I kind of forgive her. Um, Annie is the youngest of the group. I think she's 18. At least in the start of the show, I know she's 18. She just got out of high school. She's an ex-addict. And she's just so, so naive. And so, the group tries to like, almost shield her in a way. Like we see later on when she tries to get with oh, I could not tell you, Vaughn, when she tries to get with Vaughn, and, like, they end up due dating, but he's, like, almost 30, like, you see the group, like, really, like, Annie, you should not be doing this, um, which I think is just another sense of community, um, and then Shirley, who is the second oldest of the group, she's the oldest woman, she's, like, this Christian, very devouted Christian woman who kind of, like, puts everything in her life as like oh god will fix it it's okay if i do it wrong because god will fix it she has these marital issues because she got divorced and it's this whole thing but she thinks she's better than everyone else which kind of gets my nerves like a whole lot but she's such a good character and i love the girl who plays her but i don't know her name um pierce the oldest of the group he's the oldest guy he's the worst imaginable he like actually he's homophobic he's racist he's all of these horrible horrible things and he's not secret about it he's a predator like it's disgusting he's all of these horrible things, but I enjoy his character. It's, like, I hate his character, but at the same time, I think it adds amazing things to the show, like, just this, like, I don't know how to describe it, like, it adds, like, an ambiance, almost, that's not the word, but it adds something to the show, you know? Um, there's this one episode, and I think it's one of my favorite episodes, just because I like the idea of it, so he is, like, not christian he's not like any of the like, mainstream religions but he's in what he does not know is a cult but he thinks um he's like following buddhism he's not he thinks his mother after she died is in a lava lamp all this stuff like she after her death like they found the cd and they listened to it and he, she's like hey pierce like i just want you to know i'm not in the lava lamp like you are just crazy and he's like N- "Uh, i knew she was going crazy but it's so funny like he puts on like like, a wizard outfit, he has, like, a cookie thing, it's so silly, and just so stupid, and so fun. Um, okay, so then there's Troy, who is played, played by Donald Glover, which I, I love him, and I love his music, um, if you don't know who that is, it's Shadosh Gambino, the, like, music artist, he's also, like, a stand-up comedian, all this stuff, um, but he's an ex-jock who doesn't have a clue about life, but he purposely, like, he was gonna go to, like, um, a mainstream, like, college, like, I think a really big one, and then, like, he was gonna, like, play football for them, but he purposely, fail like a keg flip or something i don't know something like that so that he didn't have to do so he could get injured um he is still such a child like if you watch the show it's so silly and then abed abed my beloved i love you i am you like everything okay he's the heart of the group he sees the world as a tv show he like Okay, I will get into this. He immerses the cast, like, the rest of the characters and you within his world. Like, most of these, like, episodes that we see later on that are really, like, the best episodes of the show are through his point of view. You know, we have- we just have amazing, like, shows. And I think this is a- like, I really enjoy this part about him because the rest of the, like, group slowly over time stops telling him to grow up as they are more immersed in his personality, in his bubble. But, yeah- so, some of these episodes that I was talking about later on that are, like, definitely in his perspective are, like, the d episodes, the paintball episodes, the western, like, um, spoofs, the documentary, the video game, like, medium, and the claymation ones, which, I must admit, I think I've seen about five minutes. There's probably, like two or three claymation episodes. I refuse to watch them, or stop motion, whatever. I don't know. They're truly one of the worst things. I just, I can't sit there and watch it, but they're, like, Christmas themed, so it's okay. So getting into these paintball episodes, okay? I don't know if you've ever seen this show, but if you have, you know what I'm talking about. These are just so amazing. So we get to see the audience, or the audience gets to see the group and everyone else partake in like such a silly event. Because truly at the end of the day, this all started because they wanted like priority registration, which is not even a thing they find out. But it's just so fun to watch them like have this like paintball game and the whole school's taken up in it. It's just it feels like when you're a kid and you're at like a family dinner and all of the cousins are playing, you know, it's just, it's so fun, um, in the second installment of this reoccurring event, right, so we have the first paintball one, and I think in the second paintball episode, we get, like, a western vibe, and it's so fun, because it's, like, they spoof it perfectly, and I don't know if that's the right word, but they, like, mock western movies, but not in, like, a mean way, it's just their own take on it, and it's so fun, like, they have, like, a saloon or, like, a bar or whatever, and it's just, it's amazing, like, I highly, highly recommend it, Um, this becomes common because community not only takes on the theme of western movies, but it takes- but it keeps, like, the same community feel, which is really interesting because lots- I've seen, like, other shows, like, try to, like, take on another genre for a little bit, but it just doesn't feel right. But this is, community Community does this because they take an already familiar area, which is like the study group, like the study table, whatever, and it fills it with a new story, new information for your brain to, like, you know, it has nothing to do but connect with old, so you are looking at this room, but there's new stuff going on, but with the same people. And it's just, it keeps it all together in your brain, and I think it's just so fun. But following a war-styled movie, um, yet it's based around, like, pillow and blanket boards, so... If you've seen the pillow and blanket fort episode, like, you will know what I'm talking about. They have, they build, like, a big pillow fort. I think they did this previously. And then Troy or Ovid's like, let's do another. Like, let's do a blanket one. And they're like, no, I want to do a pillow. No, I want to do a blanket. And then they fight and then they build both of them, right? So then they get, like, the whole school in there. They're trying to make, like, the world's biggest and they can't do it. The only way to do this is if one of them goes down and they make it all one type. It can't just be two of them. And so it starts off this, um, I don't know. It's almost like a war-styled movie. It's like... I don't know how to explain it, because it's not like paintball war type of movie. It's like people going back and forth, having information, da, da 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 and like all the while while this is happening, other stuff is happening too. Like this is not the only plot of the episode. But then the following episode of this is a documentary style episode, which I just I really, really truly love that episode. It's just so silly, like I don't know if you watch like true crime documentaries, like if any of you guys do, but it's just so so fun okay so now i'm going to talk about what is known as the best episode of the entire show it's been argued that the first dungeon and dragons episode is better than this but it, that episode is no longer up you have to like find an illegal website to watch it on and we don't do that here okay but i did see it before it was taken down off of like netflix and hulu and all that i personally love the episode but it was it had its reasons for being taken down you know scandals but um one of the best episodes of the show remedial chaos theory explores the idea of like a multiverse and this is done through the role of a dice um it shows how each character is important to the story and needed and there is no main character whatsoever like obviously we follow people differently throughout each episode but there is no main character um it experiments between relationships between certain characters like who bounces off of who the best um, who conflicts with each other, and there's even a little bit of romance. But I am gonna be doing a whole episode on just that one episode because it's so it's so fun to explore. Um, and I think I think this is the episode where we are introduced to the evil version of the study group. I could be so wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, and speaking of weird sci-fi esque plot lines, um, can we talk about Chang for just a second because he's getting his own episode? I cannot stress this enough like emphasize it how funny this character is he's played i don't know what his character's name is or what the actor's name is but he was on like masked singer or something he's really funny um basically he starts off as the study group teacher like we meet him episode one like of the entire show and then he becomes a study group wannabe after he finds out, like, his teaching, degrees ex- teaching degree degrees expired or something. And then somehow he ends up being a dictator of the school and nearly burning it down. But I'll go into this in, like, a separate episode because that c- it could be quite a lot. Um, and then another thing that I think I want to cover, I think there's still going to be three episodes. The, the remedial chaos theory, the Chang episode, and then the gas leak. Because the gas leak is season four when it's the only season where dan Harmon did not work on the show because of scandals and such he's also i think a co-writer of rick and morty i could be wrong on that but i know it's one of those kind of shows um i never really watched those as a kid or even now but he is the writer of community and he wasn't for season four and you can tell that's when the show dipped from like 20 something season or episodes a season to 13. so you can definitely like you can tell you know it's when i really started to like be like oh this show's Interesting, but I didn't notice it the first time I watched through. I watched or I noticed the second time after I'd heard about it, and then it's like you almost can't miss it now, you know. But yeah, I hope you guys are excited for those three episodes because I'm really excited because this show is actually one of my favorite things to exist. I've watched it so, so many times over and over, and I think it's a lot easier to binge than like shows like The Walking Dead because just because like the episodes are shorter. Um, I don't know or like I think the rewatchability is just a lot better than The Walking Dead because it's not as like story-based you know it's one of those shows it is like a sitcom where you can turn on any episode and you'll be fine sometimes when I'm eating I literally just like close my eyes or like I roll a dice or something and I pick a season and then I just pick a random episode because it's so it's such a good show but yeah I think next week is gonna be Remedial Chaos Theory so I'm excited to see you then